Welcome to the Simpler Business Podcast, where we talk about ways to do what you love and serve your people in a way that brings you income and freedom. I'm your host, Marissa Roberts. Join me as I chat with my favorite entrepreneurs about how they simplify their biz so that you can simplify yours. Whether you're just starting out or you're a seasoned coach, I bet you already know that while having a calendar full of clients sounds pretty amazing, it can also get overwhelming. Plus, back-to-back client calls isn't the best way to get to your next income goal, and it certainly isn't a way to scale your business. If you're coaching 40 hours a week, your income will hit a plateau. There are only so many coaching calls you can do in the week. And when will you have time for admin and marketing and sales and retention? When will you have time to enjoy your life? My guest today knows exactly how a crammed full coaching calendar can impact your business and lifestyle. Lindsay Maloney was triple booked with coaching clients for over three years. And while she loved what she did, it felt like someone kidnapped her calendar and booked it completely full with one hour sessions without asking her permission. Her calendar was full of client calls, group coaching calls, podcast interviews, you name it. And Lindsay really wanted more freedom. No one wants to leave corporate to start their own business and then be chained to Zoom all day. We'd much prefer to choose a path towards a more balanced and free coaching business. But what does that really look like? Well, would you like to see fewer calls on your calendar and more sales coming in without you having to be there for it? You can get your time back and still bring in the same income and a whole lot more without having to go on calls all the time. And Lindsay's going to walk us through how to do it. Welcome, Lindsay. I'm so glad you're here today. I am so excited too. Thank you so much for having me, Marissa. Oh my gosh, of course. I'm really, really keen to talk about scaling your coaching business with five-hour work weeks because that's completely what I'm obsessed with, making more money, working less hours, and not in a lazy, I don't want to do anything way, but just in a, I want to make the most of my time because I have other things that I enjoy doing besides my business. Yes, I want to help people. Yes, I want to make great money. Yes, I want to do good in the world. But also sometimes you also need a lot of downtime as well. You want time to spend with your friends and family. You want time to just chill out and do the things that no one ever seems to have time to do anymore, like random things like go out to lunch or do a puzzle or read a book or take a two hour long bubble bath. Like, I don't know. I'm all about having extra freedom and extra free time without sacrificing my income. So I think we're going to have a really good chat today. I am all about that. Not because I'm almost forced to have that in my life, but because it's, it, it kind of goes against the grain and I've always tried, I never really have followed the rule book when it comes to doing things. I always like felt like I was doing things wrong, but then when I realized actually this is just the way it works for me. And I have always told my husband, I always think that, am I cheating? Because this feels really easy for me, my job or my business, just little things, homeschool, but it's actually because I've always followed my own intuition. Like, no, this this feels right for me. Even if everyone is preaching the, this certain strategy online or what, all the loud noises you hear, and that's not what I do or have done, I, I think that's why it works so well for me. So I'm all about telling all other coaches out there how to do this too. I think that's the best idea. And, you know, there's something ingrained in us too. And I think particularly when we have families, when we have children, we're we're so used to hearing that um, 
you know, as mums, that whole busy mum thing, right? Oh, as mums, we're really busy. We've got a lot to do. We do have a lot to do, but we don't necessarily have to do all of the things all of the time. And there are easier ways to do things. And I think a lot of the time when I'm talking to friends and clients about this, they actually feel guilty for finding easier ways to do, easier ways to do things or shortcuts. They they even think that the word hack is bad, for example, because I don't know. I think they feel this pressure on their shoulders that they need to be the one that does accomplish everything and do it perfectly. And I feel like that's a lot of pressure. If we can lighten the load, I'm all for it and I'm happy to do it unapologetically. Mm -hmm. Well, I think the reason why people feel resistance towards, okay, if I'm highly accomplished, that means I worked really hard, but working really hard doesn't mean you have to suffer in your office alone 24 hours a day. You can actually work really hard on your business and do it really efficiently. That's called working smart, right? I don't, I I can't imagine having eight hours a day to work on my business. I honestly would have no idea what I would, what I would, what am I supposed to do with all that time? (laughs) No idea. I want to work efficiently and smarter. uh, And I think that if we do that, we can get more done. And that's what I'm all about. Yeah. I love the sound of that. All right. So what do you think then for our listeners out there, what would be the number one thing that they should focus on if they want to reach five hour work weeks too? First, you have to believe that that's possible for you. I mean, you can say you can, it can sound really glamorous to have a four hour, five hour work week. Um, but if you don't believe that that's your thing, then it's going to be hard and it's, you're going to feel like you're, you're completely resistant to the fact that that's possible for you. It, it is possible for you. So believe it. Then, I mean, do the tangible things, lay it out. Well, okay. If you have five hours a week, what do you want to do? Just work Mondays. Mondays and Tuesdays, what days of the week can you put full focus on that? So some people, like I just got a message the other day and she said, well, do I just work one hour a day or what should I do? And I said, well, you have to do it your way. I mean, work at five hours every Thursday, like break it up and then commit to it. Those days that you decide you're going to work on your business, plant the things that you need to get done on those days. Be intentional. Be really thoughtful. Um, For example, I'm not probably going to send, I'm not going to be real creative on a Friday because I just don't feel like it. I, I told this girl who I had this conversation with, I said, the beginning of my week is more heavy with doing the things that make my my business run. That's going to be more heavy work. Mm-hmm. And then as the week goes, my commitment to working on the biz is 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 tapered. It's lighter. And that's how I've designed it. And I said, you can do whatever you want. And it's no one ever thought about it that way. They thought they had to do it the way this program taught them how to do it and the way this person does it. Have you ever thought about what you would want your week to look like? and then just reverse engineer it. Yeah, I love that because it gives you the opportunity to really tap into your own intuition a little bit. And I think we forget how strong our intuition is. You know, we get used to running families, running households, getting day-to-day stuff done. There's a reason all of that gets easier over time because we do have a knack for finding easier ways to do things. And that should apply to your business as well. And I, I really think that even just the concept where you think to yourself, okay, well, does this feel good? Does this version of this task feel a little bit better? Does my version of 
content marketing or my version of product creation or my version of onboarding clients, does this feel easier than the one that I was doing before? I I think for me, a lot of it's about the feeling and you're right. The mindset is such a big Mm -hmm. thing. The more we think we can't handle something, the more we can't handle it. The more we think, yeah, I'm learning, I'm growing, I'm finding easier ways to do things. The more our brain kind of goes, yeah, you're right. It is easier. I think starting with, starting with what's going on in your head is a really big one and tapping into what you actually want and taking that pause, taking that pause to go, how do I want to see it for me? I think you're right. That's a really strong way to start. I love that you mentioned it's going to, it might feel a little bit heavy at the beginning. Like I think of when my kids were babies and I'm, you know, just a new, a new mom and okay, one kid, two kids, three kids. And oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? And it, it's always messy in the beginning. And then you look, you're looking into the future and you're thinking it's, it's always going to feel this way. It's always going to be so hard and I'm never going to get this. I'm never going to shower again. <laughs> like everything <laughs> just seems so daunting. And then all of a sudden your kids grow and they're like, gosh, where did that time go? And it's so much easier now because I've created a system. I've designed a day that works really well for all of us. And I can't sit here and say to another mom of three and say, if you do this every day, your, your life will be super great. It's not because everybody's lives are different and everyone's children are different. Everyone's businesses are different. Like it's all different. You have to trust yourself to design this your own way. Otherwise you're going against a grain that isn't yours and you're trying to you're wearing someone else's outfit and it feels awkward and uncomfortable you have to just like okay no actually this is how i want this to be it gets really business can get really fun when you're when you look at things like you said that feel kind of ugh like for example client onboarding mm. well how i onboarded clients years ago compared to how i do it now is completely different. And guess what? I don't use any fancy software. I pay $0 to onboard my clients. It is the least touch as as possible. It's so easy. But when I first started, it was me with my eyes glued to the screen, trans transposing this, this meeting to this here and putting into my calendar, like everything was manual and messy and cumbersome. But now it's like, oh, a client came in she has everything she needs and she just moves through the process and I can do things on, I can homeschool my kids. I can, you know, the other day I had a client come in and she, uh, she did everything she needed to do without me telling her what to do because the system was so seamless and people think they need all this expensive stuff to get to that point, but you just have to be smart with it and really like, okay, what do I want to happen? How do I want this to happen? How can this be easy and make it happen. How can this be easy? Always ask yourself that. Yes, I totally agree. How can I make this easy? How can I make this a little bit easier? That alone, if that's the only thing people do from now on, that's going to be a very big positive change to their business. Now, I know a lot of our listeners are looking for practical hacks that they can jump into, things that they can try, test the waters, get an idea of what it's like to be quite productive with a shorter work week. So do you have any time management hacks that you'd like to suggest just so that people can make sure that they're being productive in the time that they have dedicated to their business? One thing that I've always said, and I've said this on other podcast interviews, so if anyone's heard me before, you're going to hear this again. And it really worked for me. I had to I was always carrying around a gigantic to-do list and I always had it all grouped together and it was staring at me every day and like, oh my gosh, I have to get 20 things done today. Well, 
I have so many other things that I need to get done. This just wasn't helping me. So I wrote it all out on a piece of paper. I'm a paper and pen kind of person. And I mean, give me like four different color highlighters. I can change the world. (laughs) So I wrote everything down that I do in my business. I gave myself this big audit. Like I was hiring somebody and handing it off because I was leaving for a year kind of thing. I wrote it all down. And then I know I need to, I need to filter it. So I took my highlighters and I highlighted everything that's related to social media, a different color, everything that's related to admin, a different color, mm-hmm. creativity, learning. I organized it. I color coded it. And then I saw I have like four or five different categories here. Well, that works because I can, I want a five, five day work week. I'm going to assign each color to a day. And that's what I'm going to work on that day. So Mondays have become my admin days over the years. And Tuesdays is when I will learn and, you know, grow myself personally and intellectually so I can grow in my business. Wednesdays are when I do this and Thursdays are when I do this. And so I know when I come into my business, what I'm supposed to do today, because I was intentional with here. If I have to look at everything I should do this week, it gets overwhelming to me. But if I look at it day by day and see, okay, well, today's easy. All I got to do is learn something. (laughs) Like I make it as easy as possible. It's, it's, It's so much easier that way. So that's something that I recommend an exercise that people do is just go through it all and color code it, organize it and, uh, and commit to it. That's it. That's all you got to do. Yeah. I really like that too, because it kind of stops that jumping back and forth, you know, when you've got a to-do list and you're trying to do the most urgent and important thing and that it feels like that's the thing you should be doing, but then everything's urgency kind of increases throughout the day. And so then you start to jump from one task to another. I feel like blocking into categories and just focusing on the one category every day is going to stop a lot of that jumping from one thing to another or feeling like you have to put out little fires as they pop up because you can kind of build this little boundary in your brain that says, no, on Mondays, I focus on admin. On Tuesdays, I focus on learning. On Wednesdays, I focus on clients. Like that feels like it's easier to just streamline everything, which is, yeah, that's really cool. Well, because I get distracted really easily and we're always, let's have 20 tabs open on my browser. And that's just so overwhelming to me. I, and I do, I do it to myself and I, I see the signs of when I don't want to focus on something is when I go towards a work that should be done a different day. And I get I get preoccupied. So I have to really realize, Lindsay, you have way too many tabs open. I mean, my husband bought me a coffee cup when I first started my business that said I have too many tabs open because that's what I did. I didn't know what to focus on. And it was just kind of a joke. Like, okay, do you really need all of this stuff? Are you really working on everything all at once? That's not possible. So it's it, it helped a lot. There was even something that I had to had to use. I think it was called Toby. Have you ever heard of that? No, no. I think it's T-O-B-I and I used that. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's what it was called. And it was basically, instead of opening up your Chrome browser and going to Google, it would open up kind of like a digital file folder. And I organized my days inside of that. So if I clicked on Monday, it would open up all the tabs that I would work on Monday. And so I could really stay focused digitally and mentally 
and just open up the only things that I needed that really helped. And I, I still use it to this day. And I, it's so, it's such a white noise to me. I don't even remember what it's called, but I think it's called Toby. <laughs> I'm definitely going to look that up and give it a try. That sounds really cool. All right. So we've got an idea of how we can make each day a little more productive. Where where do we start in terms of going, okay, but what about income coming in? If we're working less, I know a lot of people default to, oh, if I'm working less, I'm going to make less money. And that's not necessarily the case. Mm. So where do you where do you think we should start with building out levels of offers and income and thinking about the financial side of the business? Now, you should start thinking about that now. <laughs> and the coaching business world is so weird that your thoughts on if I work less, I'm going to make less, they do not apply to this world. You have to like remove all of the stigmas around making money and the time. It doesn't apply to this world. Okay. So get rid of all that. It doesn't, it doesn't work. Um, Start building your product suite now. Get your coaching page ready. Have some awesome packages for your clients to choose from. That can always be running and working for you. Create ways for people to invest in you. Open your doors as wide as possible for people to be in your world. Like I have things from $5 to $10,000. I invite everyone to be in my world and I give them an avenue to get in. I I don't believe that, okay, you should just work on a launch plan for the rest of your life until you can launch your $5,000 program. There are things that you can make and sell today. I, I teach that in one of my courses. I think it was called, I think it's called Micro Offer Mastery. And I show my students on how you can just pre-sell a class. You can pre-sell a workbook. This is how I did it. You can start making money for your business without even having to create something by just promising the release date. And that is a, such a great way to to boost your confidence as you're start as you're selling online. What would, how would your world change if you were selling micro offers every single day as opposed to waiting until October for your next launch? Why don't you just start making money now instead of waiting for that next big thing? Like, there's so many ways we can do this. And it's like, erase all the things you've learned about launching and these, these high pressured moments. Like, I've been there, done that. I, I just, I just don't sign up for that stuff anymore. Maybe I'm burnt out on it. I don't know. But I, it's so much fun for me to do it my way. And, some some people resonate with the way I do things. Some people don't, but it's worth giving it a try. Like like I said, there's so many free things on the internet. You probably offer enough free things. Maybe let's start creating some low ticket offers and get people in your world and know these are all investors and they'll keep investing in you because your, your stuff is high quality just because it's low ticket doesn't mean it's not high quality and it is. And that's such a great way to boost boost your revenue with the least amount of you sitting on calls and doing all the work on a Zoom call. Um, think of how this could be easy for you again. And usually this method gravitates towards people because they haven't even thought about it. Yeah. There's so much gold in what you just said. Oh my gosh. There's so much to unpack <laughs> there. One, you can start charging straight away. Even if you're brand new to your business, you already have skills. People already coming to ask you questions about stuff in everyday life. You might as well get paid for answering and sharing your knowledge and experience. Set up a coaching page, set up a simple passive product. It blows my mind that I've been in the industry for 
oh, probably I think it's almost 12 years now. And I still have entrepreneurial friends who have never created a simple passive product to help free them up more. It's never been easier. The technology mm. has never been more affordable or easier to use to start with a set of printables or a template pack or mm. a mini mm. course or, and things don't, you're right. That launch, the whole idea of a big launch, don't get me wrong. I love launches because they bring in a lot of cash and they do boost your authority really well. But man, I'm t- I get tired just thinking about launches because mm. all mm-hmm. of the planning, all of the prep, getting all of the assets ready. I just feel like you can burn out just doing one launch and there are easier ways to do it and you can get help with it. And it's not a model I would completely get rid of or say nobody should do again. But I have to admit at this point in my life, I'm not in a hurry to do any major launches myself. (laughs) Yeah. It sounds like we've been doing this around the same amount of time and it's like, oh yeah, that sounds fun and all. And I want to do it my way. Like I don't want to do it that way anymore. It's it it was it was great when it ha- when it worked and now it's like I'd rather do it this way. And that's okay and that's what this is all about. If I had to do a big launch every quarter, no thank you. I would I could I no. I wouldn't do it anymore. Yeah. No. Yeah, exactly. And I think that all comes back to the original point, right? What feels good for you in your business? What feels easier for you in your business? It just it's really, it's almost like that's the umbrella thought for the whole thing. It's like, just let go of what other people are telling you to do. And I know it's hard because, you know, we buy courses and we get coaching ourselves and you do want to follow what someone else successful is doing. You feel like, okay, if that worked for them, it's going to work for me too. But honestly, I think if we just tap into what feels better for me, what do I actually want to do? That's going to be the starting point that really builds the momentum and kind of gets that snowball rolling or whatever the saying is. I feel like that's the heart. That's the hub of your business is how does it work for you? So it all comes back to that, Mm -hmm. doesn't it? It does. And that's why if you and I were to join a program today, we would both get different results because we have totally different styles of how we do things, how we speak, how we do everything. But if we that's why programs can get so tricky and and people join them because they think, well, the creator has these results. And if I do everything she does, that means I'll get that too. And that's just not possible. Like I've never been a part of anything where everything mimicked the creator's results. That's, that's not the way it is, but it's because the reason why things work for people is because they have confidence and the courage to do it their way. So I can take your program and do it my way and it will work for me. I'm not going to do it your way and try to be Marissa because I'm not Marissa. And that's where a lot of people get caught up. And there's so much bravery and courage that comes along with running a business. And when we're not embracing that fully, everything that you try is always going to fall short. Um, and it's and it's disappointing to to hear when you don't have a lot of confidence in yourself. You're like, oh man, I got to work on myself now. And yeah, yeah you do. Because there's no other real way to do this. Yeah. Yeah. It really comes down to who you are as much as it is about what you do. Lindsay, you have shared so much gold in such a short amount of time. I feel like people are going to want to dive in deeper. So how do they find out more from you? Is your website the best place to go to or social media? Where can people find you if they want help building a sustainable and freedom-based coaching business? Well, I go on Instagram every single day, like it's my job and I'm Lindsay underscore Maloney. You can see what I'm selling in my stories and see what I'm posting in my feed, but my website has everything you need. 
And um, all my my free stuff is there. All of my digital products are there. I have a $5 membership. I have as many ways for you to get into my world as possible and it keeps on growing. Oh, I love that. So lots of different options for people. And I hear you have a coaching business starter pack that I, I'm super excited about. Can we share a little bit about that with the listeners too? Yes, this is my most popular downloaded item in my business. There's thousands and thousands of coaches. It still blows my mind to see like there's that many coaches who are starting every single day. Like, oh my gosh, this industry is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. So this is like everything you need. If you're like, I want to coach or I started, I don't know what I'm doing. Go grab my starter pack. It's free. It's on my website. You can go find it. Um, and it's kind of just giving you like all the basics. Like, for example, I remember being totally hung up on my niche when I first started. Mm-hmm. This is going to help. I have an exercise in there to help you do that. So you're going to love the starter pack. It should be like a $97 product, but it's free. Oh, I love that. And that's just even just the idea that people can hit the ground running. They have a pathway to follow. They don't have to wander around thinking of all the different ways and and trying to figure out, you know, which one do I do in like what order? Just just having a little like a little virtual hand to guide you along that path is going to save them so much time and effort, which is really, really appealing. So thank you. I'll make sure that I put some links in the show notes for your socials and your website and for the Coaching Business Starter Pack as well, because I think people are going to want to jump on that. Awesome. Yes, please do. I have loved having you here today. Thank you so much for being on the show. I hope that you've enjoyed the conversation too. I know it's a tricky one. You've got some weather difficulties, so we haven't been able to see each other face to face, but I feel like I've known you for ages. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I wish that I wish that you could see me. It's so much more effective when we have conversations, but you know, you never know what happens in the, it's springtime and apparently our weather thinks that it's deep summer here. So you just oh. never know what happens, <laughs> but this has been such a fun conversation. Oh, yeah, I think so too. And everybody listening out there, I hope you've enjoyed it as much as we've enjoyed having it. I hope you found it helpful and I'm excited to hear how your coaching business is going. So come and find Lindsay and I on Instagram. Send us a DM. Let us know what did you like about her advice? What are you going to do next yourself? Did you grab the coaching business starter pack and how are you going with it? We would love to hear your thoughts as well. And I will see you all on the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Simpler Business Podcast. If you did, please subscribe, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to make it nice and easy for you, just the way we like it. If you're ready to simplify and scale your business, you can get started with my free audio class at marissaroberts.com. See you next time.